What to do, where to eat, and people you should know. This is Nashville Lifestyles, the podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Nashville Lifestyles, the podcast. My name's Brian Berry. I'm the publisher of the magazine, and I am joined with my co-host, Allison Hudak. How are you, Allison? I am great. The sun is shining. It's freezing, but the sun is shining, so I am <laughs> I am great this morning. It's a beautiful day in Music City. <laughs> Yeah, we are. I want to first thank our sponsors who have made this possible for us now for more than a year. We love you. We uh, cannot thank you enough, our friends at Gaylord Opryland, and of course, Soundwaves. It's a great day to go out and enjoy the sun and the water, and of course, the music at Soundwaves. We'll talk more about that in the break. But I am so excited for our guest today. He has probably the most uh, important job in the city, so we are beyond grateful that he is here. And I will jump out of the gate by saying I uh, come from a family of police officers. My dad's a retired police officer. My uncle's a retired police officer. My uh, great-grandfather was a sheriff. But we are joined today with our chief of police, Chief John Drake. Thank you so much for making time for us today. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. And it's great to hear that you come from a family of law enforcement. That's awesome. Oh, <laughs> I do. Yeah, I have nothing but respect and appreciation yeah. and 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 you and also I'm a local Nashvilleian, which you're a local boy too, as they say, right? Like, weren't you born here? I am. Yeah, I was born in uh, East Nashville. Oh, yeah? uh, reared there. I still have a love for East Nashville. So yeah. <laughs> Same. My family. We. My parents' family grew up in Inglewood, basically, like Brush Hill area, and so uh, yeah. Yeah. Small world. I still. It's beautiful. Oh, wow. Allison's in East Side. I yeah, know oh, it's I, beautiful I, out there. <laughs> I'm I, I'm I'm not native, but it was the the you know the first place I moved when I moved to Nashville was actually not East Nashville, but the first place I, <laughs> I have a home is in East Nashville. <laughs> Everybody loves. I don't East think Nashville. that studio I was squatting in counts. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> so I want to ask uh, you, what was it like growing up in Nashville? You've been here your whole life. You've seen a lot of changes. What was it like for you? as a young person? You know, uh, it, it was, Nashville was different uh, back then. It was uh, like a, a country town. Uh, it was, uh, uh, I grew up on the lower east side of Nashville, um, really on a, on one side of Main Street and Gallatin Road, you had a predominantly uh, black community. And then on the other side is a predominantly white. Uh, but, uh, we all went to school, uh, got along well, uh, uh, no problems with any of those types of issues. Uh, you know, you have your little minor things that come up, but uh, all the way through school, I walked uh, to school, uh, except for my seventh grade year where I was bused. Uh, but it was really uh, was a great uh, time. Uh, uh, Nashville, um, I didn't go downtown much, but it was it had that small town feel, uh, the the Acme was a uh, place where you went to go get dog food and horse feed, et cetera. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't it wasn't a world class restaurant like it is now. So. <laughs> I remember <laughs> you didn't go downtown for much. Truth be told, right? It was just not what it is now. I even into like the eighties and nineties, I went to high school downtown at Hume Fog, and my grandfather's business was downtown, and I'd park and walk, and it was not uh, anything like. It is now where it's these gorgeous luxury hotels and restaurants and bars and used to be, it was a little bit different world then I would say. And, and it's changing so much now. I just drove through 
downtown the other day and it's like all these new buildings that are coming up it's like going to be a different world and you know i don't know a year maybe two is everything's being built how do you feel about yeah, the growth downtown in nashville? And, and yeah in nashville too i mean it's like uh you drive around the city and you see a pile of rubble where something's been torn down and a couple of months later there's some house or structure up mm-hmm. and uh it's just unbelievable the way uh, Nashville is growing. I was going down West End the other day and looking at Nashville yards, and, yeah. and I was like, "Wow, this is and the new Amazon building." It's it's just amazing uh, to see the transformation. It's happening fast. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. happening fast, and and it's I'm I'm learning because we're uh, looking for a new house. We're trying to stay in East Nashville. And every house we look at is getting literally bought the minute it hits the market by out-of-state buyers. People just are dying to move to Nashville. They're coming here so fast. Yeah. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I I mean, I've heard people are looking at houses, and they may have five or six bids on them, and the owner uh, uh, picked the best one. Or Mm -hmm. uh, you look at it and get home, decide you want to make an offer, and it's too late. It's already under contract. It's a yeah. It's amazing how hot the market is here. So let's let's take a step back. I would I'd love to hear the story about what got you into law enforcement. You know, I uh, uh, was just kind of not doing a lot. I finished uh, playing a little bit of football and kind of working uh, odds and end jobs. And I had a cousin. Uh, we were very competitive. Uh, I went to East High School. He went to Maplewood High School. Uh, we were a lot of brothers, actually. Uh, I played football, wrestling, and track. He played football, wrestling, and track. We trained year round in the, and even in the summer. And, uh, and so he had approached me, uh, about putting in for the police department because he was, and, uh, he was like, you know, you're already doing some good things in the community. I was already, uh, working with other kids, believe it or not. Uh, the Tennessean had done, had done a story on me, um, about, you know, some of the things I had done and, uh, and Wendy's restaurant, I put it in their restaurant saying you Wendy's kind of people. Oh, wow. And my cousin was like, Hey, let's put in, yeah, let's put in for this, uh, and, uh, and see what happens. And I put in and, uh, and was hired. And so when I called him, he called and turned out he wasn't hired. Uh, so it was a little bit of a disappointment, but then he was able to get in the, the next class about six months later. And, Wound up having a great career and retiring. I'm, I'm still here. Uh, I originally thought I would spend 30 years retire and go into the private sector, but um, uh, that I guess those plans changed. So. <laughs> <laughs> for the better for all of us. All right, I have a clarifying question. Yeah. I want to go back a second. So, when you were a Wendy's person, did you get free food? Did you get nuggets? <laughs> I do love Wendy's. I'm you not know, gonna lie. <laughs> uh, yeah, now I'm hungry for Wendy's. <laughs> you know, now that you say that, I feel like I, I feel like I didn't get my just deserve. You know, I. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna I get Wendy's the on the phone. Put in there, but I didn't get any. I didn't get any food. I might have to go back and talk to them. So. <laughs> yeah, it's time. It's time to recoup. <laughs> right, oh my gosh! Right. <laughs> All right, so you, so when you're I was the... little. We we used to. We used to go to Wendy's with my grandmother, and uh, and we'd always walk up to the counter, and my grandmother would say, one cheeseburger, medium rare, 
And we were always <laughs> like, that's not how you order. But they always did it. God bless the Wendy's oh. in Akron, Ohio. They were always like, yep, yeah, here's your... Here's your medium rare, Miss Ruthie. I mean, it was like, okay. Oh, wow. That, that's interesting I because I, I didn't think you could do that. I thought you had to take what they gave you. So Yeah. I also don't know how safe it is to, to you know, gamble with medium rare at any fast food restaurant, despite, you know, yeah, no. high quality. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow, that's interesting. So let's talk about how you got to be the chief of police. How what was that process like for you? I mean, it's what I know and then I want to talk about like literally in your first thirty days you had to go through a lot of traumatic <laughs> things here in Nashville. Just crazy stuff. Busiest first thirty days. I mean, literally, if you can take that, yeah. then you're gonna be good for the for the rest of your life, basically. Like, come on. It's a lot to handle. Well. Well, I'm hoping so. You know, I hope people don't think the first 30 days are so eventful that everything else, I'm just kind of sitting back and relaxing, you know? Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but the process was very interesting. I um, had made a, a deputy chief over the Community Services Bureau, and uh, that was that's the eight precincts, 900-plus uh, employees, and I was really digging in, trying to get ready uh, for that, and... Uh, then had a meeting uh, with the mayor where um, I was appointed as interim. And uh, he had told me during that time that he would like for me to put in. Uh, and I wasn't sure, you know, what he meant to put in till we find someone else to replace you or, or what. So uh, um, I put in uh, for the process, went through the application and all of the uh, preparing for the interviews. And uh, it, it was nerve wracking because at the same time, while I was preparing for uh, the job, I was doing the job as well, and uh, and it was hard to get away to prepare for you know the interview of my life, uh, so to say, to, to prepare to be uh, chief. But it turned out it went pretty well, and uh, wound up being appointed. And I was thinking I was going to have the honeymoon period where I would um, get to <laughs> shake hands, kiss babies, yeah. take photos, etc., and. Uh, uh, it was, uh, you know, it was, a the murder of a nurse and, uh, oh, so you know, eventually solving that. And, uh, yeah. And then it was the bombing and, uh, you know, all the things that we've dealt with, um, the COVID pandemic, uh, still ongoing. Uh, and so it's been rather, uh, rather eventful. Uh, but I tell you, I, uh, I told people I enjoy challenges, but I'll tell you, they all came at one time. So. Yeah, no <laughs> joke. I tell you, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of wild. Like I said, if you can do that, that I mean, my first thirty days in my job were nothing like that. I'll put it that way. I mean, just yeah. to start out. I mean, but I mean, you've had you know what twenty something, thirty years of experience already with Metro. Um, can we talk a little bit about? I want to go back for a second, and then we'll go to break. But I want to talk about. There was a story you shared in the magazine I thought was really touching. Um, about in your younger days in your career, you'd gone to, I believe it was a home burglary and found a woman and her Christmas tree was, I think, on the floor. Can you share that story if it's not too personal? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I was a, a newer officer and I was working in the uh, north section of town and uh, it was just a few days before uh, Christmas and I was taking a what was going to be a, a, a burglary report. And I, I hate to say routine, but, you know, we have those sometimes and, uh, and I was going to, uh, went in to take a report. I walked in the uh, living room and there was a Christmas tree that was knocked over, uh, on the floor, 
there was uh, no gifts under the tree. Uh, someone had burglarized the home and had taken absolutely everything. And uh, this lady lived in a housing development. She uh, didn't have any way of uh, replacing uh, her Christmas. She was distraught, uh, crying, uh, didn't know what to do. And so uh, it just touched my heart. And I decided that I wanted to uh, do something about it. And I went out and I bought uh, train sets, uh, bicycles, toys, uh, even food, uh, and uh, took them to her. And, uh, and I remember her tears of, of horror went to tears of joy. Uh, she was just so happy because she wasn't expecting that. She thought it was just going to be uh, the worst Christmas of, of her life, and it uh, turned out to be a good one. Oh, so. you're a good man, Chief Drake. You, that's such a nice story. Yeah. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll come right back because we have some more stories, and we want to hear more from you. So we'll be back, everybody, in 60 seconds. Get in tune with Nashville's only upscale resort water experience, Sound Waves. This is where music and water meet, where you can soak up the sounds while you soak up some rays. This is how you can tune in or tune out and immerse yourself in a world of pure indulgence. Chill vibe or thrill ride, surfs up or float on by. This is what you've been dreaming of. This is Soundwaves at Gaylord Opryland. Book today at soundwavesgo.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Nashville Lifestyles, the podcast. We're here with... Metro Nashville's Chief of Police, Chief John Drake. Uh, we were just talking about your Christmas story, and I, w- I will tell a personal story uh, just briefly. So my sister's really involved with the Metro Children's Charities, and so every year she goes and does the deliveries. And this year uh, I went with her and my nephews, my little nephews, and there you were. It was freezing, freezing cold. And uh, you were out there helping, you know, load up the trucks and stuff. And I was actually super impressed with the efficiency of how they did this. But basically, it's a really cool thing. And I'm sure there are a lot of cool things, actually, that the police department does that people may not realize for the chair or for the community. But there's basically a charity that you guys have where people register and they get, you know, the police department has volunteers that deliver gifts on Christmas Eve for people who need them or in need. And uh, it's food. It's just what you just said that you did years ago. It's food and toys. And we did it. We were fortunate enough to, I think, go to three families and uh, and even an elderly woman. And it was really special and touching and, and honestly a little heartbreaking to do. But I just think it's really cool. First, I, I respect so much that you were there and appreciated everybody that was there. And the, it was awesome to see all the police cars loaded up with toys. I was like, that is so cool. And uh, I know that's been going on for a long time. And there's probably more things that you guys do like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we love being involved with the uh, community and the Christmas charity program is just one of those uh, big programs that we do every uh, Christmas Eve has gone on for years uh when chief casey first started it with just uh two baskets it's grown uh, to over uh, 300 families uh close to a thousand uh people uh young and old uh, elderly uh it's just a great program where it restores hope uh to people at a time with to me christmas is is a is a magical time and uh for people to be stressed out because they don't have certain things. It's good for our officers to find these people throughout the year 
and to nominate them and then to deliver uh, on Christmas Eve. It's uh, makes you feel like Santa Claus in a way. And that's kind of <laughs> how I felt uh, Christmas Eve. <laughs> uh, but we do a lot uh, like that. Even throughout the year, we've, uh, we've uh, given, uh, gone to homes uh, where uh, they didn't have uh, beds in the home, uh, bought them beds uh, and, and, and put them up in their homes. Uh, we had a lady uh, that was pregnant and didn't have an air conditioner uh, in our house. Uh, wow. We uh, uh, contacted the FOP who um, gave a CPR card, a Karen uh, response card that uh, they do for a lot of families and uh, bought her an air conditioner uh, for a home. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go into areas and redo basketball courts, uh, mentor uh, kids, uh, have movie nights. Uh, we do a lot. Of different things in the community, I think that's so great. You know, because oh, go ahead, Alice. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say it's got to be so great for kids, especially in some of these communities. When you and I talked for the magazine, I know you mentioned that growing up in East Nashville, originally being a police officer wasn't something that you aspired to be, um, sure. and it, it's got to give these kids a chance to really see these, you know great police officers and kind people coming in to, to do good things as opposed to either, you know, being scared I'm going to get arrested one day or, or, mm-hmm. or police officers or a, an authority figure that freak me out. You know, I think it's, it's got to really humanize police officers to them, which has got to be a really great thing to, to learn young, you, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And that's really one of our biggest themes is community engagement and, being involved with the community. Uh, we did away with uh, the flex teams, made them community engagement teams where they could go and walk in uh, neighborhoods and uh, and get to meet people, uh, get to interact with kids. Uh, uh, you can go to our website and you can see where officers are playing basketball uh, with them, uh, sitting down having lemonade. Uh, I remember uh, just not too long ago, I was going through an area and it was uh, uh, it was before it got cold, actually, but uh, it was a girl selling uh, lemonade, and she wanted uh, fifty cent uh, a cup. And and I uh, was riding with someone, and we pulled up, and I bought two cups of lemonade, and I gave her uh, twenty dollars per cup. And I never Aww. told her who I was. Uh, she still uh, may not know it was the chief of police, but. Uh, I gave her 40 bucks for two cups of lemonade and told her thank you. And it just made her day. And I remember more people like you. And I said, we we have them, you know, we do that. I would like to say that Allison and I have a lemonade stand today. Uh, (laughs) We do. We do. It's Uh, only $20. Just stop by. It's uh, yeah. Feel free to donate whatever you want. No, that's really I remember that. That's really great. (laughs) I think it's awesome, though. You know, it's because, like I said, my father is a retired policeman, and I can remember him saying, like, you know, it's a hard job because people generally, generally are not happy to see the police, right? Either something terrible has happened to them and they need help, or, you know, my dad's like, no one thanks me for pulling them over for speeding. And I was like, yeah, you know, and like, and he was in a horrific right. accident with a drunk driver that almost killed him when he was on the force. But, you know, it's it's I think it's really great. And, and I appreciate the work that you guys do. And, and 
and and your leadership I think is very undervalued and I just wanted to say how much we appreciate it. Um Allison, I know you had oh thank sorry. you so much. Oh my gosh, please, please, of course. Allison, I know you had some uh special non interview questions for the chief. <laughs> well, I just you know I I had such a great chat with you for our, our um interview and so I wanted to ask if there's anything that you think would surprise people about you, people, you know, they're like, Oh, the chief of police, he must be so reserved. And, and so, you know, and I was like, I was like, I had the best chat with you. We had so much fun and we laughed so much. Um, is there anything about you that you think would surprise the public who, who sees you, you know, on press conferences, talking about things and, and who just sort of sees this, you know, steadied police officer, <laughs> yeah, I'm a lot. I'm a lot different uh, around my family. Uh, you probably wouldn't know I was a a police officer at all. Tony Four actually did a story on, on this, and uh, I uh, on Christmas Eve actually uh, I dressed up. Uh, but everybody actually in my house dressed up in uh, pajamas. They were red and black uh, flannel pajamas and. <laughs> <laughs> no pictures. I won't share with it. Well, you know what? Put them out there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, but I, I had on pajamas and I was running around chasing my grandson and he was chasing me and it was just, uh, the funnest time. Uh, you would have, I don't know if you would have known who was the, the, the three year old, if it was him or me, but, uh, <laughs> uh yeah, I enjoy being a being a kid sometimes and running around and playing, and uh, uh, so that that would surprise some people, I think. So, do you, I love that. Do you have any <laughs> hidden talents we need to know about? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I I am a pretty good cook. Uh, people oh, okay. in my yeah. family or around my family would know that I can uh, cook pretty much anything. Uh, for instance, on. On Christmas, I decided to go away from the traditional dinner that we do on Thanksgiving, the ham, turkey, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on Christmas, I do themed dinners. And uh, this past Christmas, I was going to do uh, a Swedish Christmas. So I did everything the, the night before. It was ready to be cooked. My family finished it uh, Christmas oh. Day. But the, the year before, I did Italian and I did Peruvian etc wow. uh, oh wait so what do you so do I for enjoyed. peruvian what was that <laughs> i did uh empanadas i did beans mm. and rice uh i did uh guacamole which you know home, oh, fresh yeah. homemade and uh, salsa uh just uh i pull off dishes from pinterest and and make them and uh turn out real I real well what? Okay, we're coming over for dinner. Yeah. For the next Christmas. Yep. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we, we won't come on Christmas. We'll let you have the family because uh, you had to work this Christmas. But yeah, next, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. You know, for this past Christmas for Swedish, I even made uh, some Swedish gin- gingerbread cookie mix, which they baked, and they uh, they said they taste pretty authentic. It tastes like they were really they were really good. I, I like it. Uh, you know, I got a couple, so uh, okay, I don't want to brag on it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you had a rough day. I hope someone saved you a cookie. Oh. Right. <laughs> so crazy. 
So so crazy, and so yeah. glad. Still oh. so glad no one was hurt. I mean, and we should credit the police department oh. for that. I mean, getting people out of harm's way as quickly as you guys did—no small feat—and wow, still still in disbelief. Honestly. Yeah, it's just amazing, amazing what they did and responding to a shots fired call. They don't know if they're going to encounter an individual with a weapon or or what they were going into, and they have the RV that's making this announcement and they have the presence of mind to secure the area and evacuate uh, everyone. And, and uh, it's tragic enough with the loss of the buildings, historic buildings mm-hmm. at that. Uh, but thank God we're not talking about loss of life. Uh, yes. And through their heroic efforts was amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Really, really is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So wait, we also have to ask you some of your favorite Nashville restaurants places things because you know you're you're a hometown boy you you have the best advice yeah so some of my favorites uh and i do the same things uh i've been expanding a little bit here uh recently though um and so um i like ted montana's i like their um Mm. chili uh cheeseburger uh it's really good uh i like hampton social uh, for brunch, I, I think oh, they yeah. have an amazing uh, brunch. Uh, also, uh, I went with Don Aaron here recently to the JW Marriott and had brunch. I don't remember the name of the uh, place, but they have great uh, blueberry pancakes. Were uh, you downstairs or upstairs? What it was downstairs. Stomping grounds. Uh, is oh, what yeah. It's called. Yeah, but, um, yeah, stomping grounds. Yeah, there, there we go. And I, now I've been up to Bourbon Steak, and that's good as well. Uh, so, oh, yeah. Uh, and then I'm, I can't wait to get back to the Ellison Place Soda Shop. And I heard that's reopened. Oh. Uh, I yeah. used to love that place. Yeah. So. <laughs> One of them, cool. you can tell I like to eat. I don't miss, <laughs> I don't miss me the meal. So. <laughs> uh, me either. We're right there with you, my friend. That makes three of us. Yeah, that's our favorite pastime. Right. Well, listen, thank you so much. I mean, we know you have the most important job in the city, and we just really appreciate you taking time. And it was great getting to know you a little better, and you are welcome on our podcast anytime. And uh, and just let us know what night you want us to come over for dinner and what is the theme. Yeah, we'll be there. (laughs) Absolutely. I've had other people say that too, but thanks for having me on. It's always it's always fun. I laugh a lot, but I'm sure the listeners will be like, wow, he laughs a lot, but I actually, in my downtime, I actually do. So It's good for your health. We love it. That's yeah. Right. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Follow us on social media at Nashville Lifestyles on everything, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Nashville Lifestyles.